0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the dust begins to settle on Celtic's latest title win The Hoops have seven players in the team of the year With Rangers, Aberdeen and Motherwell all represented The Premiership playoffs begin tonight with Partick Thistle playing Queen's Park Airdrie V Falkirk and Alloa Hamilton also take place As we start to finalise who plays where next season I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight you have Gordon DL and Hugh Keevans What a week this is We've hardly drawn breath after Celtic becoming the champions By beating Hearts 2-0 at Tynecastle Now we're looking at a Glasgow derby at Firhill and the second leg of that playoff comes on Friday night And then we're into the third part of the trilogy As they would call it in boxing We had Celtic beating Rangers 3-2 at Celtic Park Then we had Celtic beating Rangers 1-0 In the Scottish Cup semi-final at Hamden And now we go to the other venue To Ibrox on Saturday 12.30 kick-off What a week Yeah I agree with you uh, After the excitement of the weekend Saturday and Sunday Great football um, We're looking forward now And it all starts tonight For the championship teams Partick Thistle Queen's, uh, Queen's South Queen's Park Sorry What a fantastic night They'll get a terrific crowd It'll be a good game And then the weekend you quite rightly says Although Celtic have won the league They've still got this Case of going to Ibrox And trying to keep the record up And beat Rangers 0141 951 1025 That is the number you need So let's hear from you Please It was so busy last night And to be quite honest Celtic fans I think your team deserves More than one night Of just looking back on On winning the title So if you couldn't get through last night Or you want to Add your voice to the discussion Please do General praise Key figures Unsung heroes Standout moments What comes next These are all the chapters That usually form in the book uh, When we look back On any team winning the title So step up to the plate Celtic fans And let us know 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SS. Be Rangers fans It's very much more about The rebuild isn't it Is that's what it's called now And what comes next And the lack of future for Alfredo Morelos And what the future holds for everyone else So those are your sort of spillover topics from the weekend If you didn't get through on them yesterday It is the same number And today's big news The PFA Scotland Team of the Year It is out It has seven Celtic players in it You would expect them certainly to dominate It has two Rangers players It has an Aberdeen player And a Motherwell player what do you make of it? Who has been hard done by to be left out? What these daft footballers, what do they know? Who who has got it wrong as far as you're concerned? Let us know. 01419511025. And of course, as Hugh Keevens quite rightly says, how exciting are the Premiership playoffs? I know Scottish football gets a lot wrong, but the reintroduction of these playoffs, Hugh, has been magnificent for the game. And it starts tonight A nice local one for us as well The question is Can Owen Coyle's Queen's Park Bounce back from that Memorable 5-3 game With Dundee on Friday night That cost Queen's Park the title Now they have to go And put everything on the line At Firhill uh, Some Heart-rending stuff this morning About Chris Doolan's dad Who is very ill in hospital And I can only wish Mr Doolan All the very best And to Chris as well As he Takes on 
a game of football at a time when football has been put into perspective for him. He's done a marvellous job since becoming Patrick Thistle manager. Only one defeat so far for Chris Doolan. You would have to think that they start favourites to win tonight's game There's another one for you then If you're heading along to Firhill tonight It would be nice to hear from you Why not share that big match build up with us 01419511025 Proper season defining games these So pick up the phone and let us know So you've got a title win A title loss I guess If you're on the other side of Glasgow You've got your PFA Scotland team of the year today And you've got those big playoff games tonight If there's something we've missed The best way to fix it is to give us a call 01419511025 Just before we go any further I mean I, I feel a bit Off Thrown out of Sync with you two being together and on a midweek, mm. everything okay? Oh, you, yeah, and, you yeah. and Wilson. I'm, have tra- not... I'm trying to get rid of him slowly but surely. <laughs> what, 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 second, it, second Tuesday in a row. What is wrong with that guy though? Is he is he incapable of just staying in the, the Glasgow area for more than three he's days a globe, at a time? He's a globe trotter boy. He likes to get out and about. He likes to go up those mountains. He, he's away now. I think he's down in London, living it up. He's I just... think we should call him Happy Feet from now on. <laughs> Because he's He's impatient Yeah forever dancing around here there and everywhere And as the Dazzler rightly Mm. says He's in London tonight Yeah see I I, The only way I know which day of the week it is Is based on which pundits are standing across from me So this is going to cause me all sorts of confusion Between now and the end of the show But we'll get through it We are just happy that Kevin Van Veen is in this team (laughs) Oh (laughs) you better believe it If he hadn't been in this team I would have been feeding you and the Dazzler Cal Paul between now and 8 o'clock Correct, and on that note if you want to share your thoughts on Team of the Year If you want to praise the obvious inclusion of Kevin Van Veen Then you can do If you want to tell us who's been hard done by to be left out You can do It's 0141 951 1025 What a setup this is Kevin from Motherwell is on the phone oh. But he's a Celtic fan It's not that Kevin, how are you? Sounds a bit different from what I expected, I must admit. How are you, Kevin? Oh, delighted, mate. That was a great weekend for me, obviously. So that's the the double secured, the two in a row secured. I was just saying, the producer there, I just want the the panel's opinion, really. For me, if if Ange secures the treble, I think it puts him right up there with Brendan Rodgers, Martin O'Neill. I don't think anybody will ever touch John Steen, but. I think uh, it puts them right in that bracket with the other two boys and I'm just really hoping we can get that air the line. I think we're obviously massive favourites. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that day, obviously. Another big beat. We've got another old firm derby uh, this weekend. And like I've said, I don't really care what happens, to be honest with you. If we win, lose, and draw. If we lose, and lose it. I don't really care, to be honest. It's, it's, it's quite a strange feeling because I'm not really too bothered. And I think it's a chance to, a chance to throw... Mr. Bela Bone, that we Rangers can release their Christmas DVD the season we beat Celtic. Everybody let, let them win. The, the ultimate <laughs> pity move yeah, for one night only, right? Play my game, Hugh Keevens. For yeah. one night only, you're banned from saying that Celtic will win the treble. Right? Okay. Let's see if we can get through it okay. between now and eight o'clock. Now, the first thing I want to say is that I'm glad that Kevin uh, had the presence of mind to leave Jockstein out of this. Because Jockstein is enshrined as the greatest ever Celtic manager And that will not be uh, a title that he will have removed from him Um, I've rarely known a man And and I've interviewed all of them since Jockstein in 1970 I've rarely known a man to have gripped the public imagination The way that Ange Postacoglu has done with the Celtic fans 
they have him as an iconic figure They idolise him And I think they're grateful for the fact that he took over At a time when the club was a shambles And he made it into the biggest club in the country again And the style of football, I think, is more appealing to the Celtic fans Than Brendan Rodgers' style Although I do maintain that the the disregard that the fans now have for Brendan Rodgers is unfair. But they find Ange Postacoglu's football um, more exciting. The Martin O'Neill team of 20 years ago, kind of hard to beat a team who made a European final. And they had Larson and Sutton and Petrov and Hartson and all of those great names. I think the fans should now just appreciate the fact that they are watching peak Postacoglu and Kevin, there's no way in this world that Ange Postacoglu is going to Ibrox for a 12.30 kick-off <laughs> on Saturday, not caring who wins the match. That was it. I loved the sort of... the the, the hidden riddle of, of Kevin's point, though, because he started by saying he doesn't actually care what happens, but then went on to say that they should... joking, they should let Rangers win, and yeah. pit, so actually there is something in there about really rubbing their noses in it. There's no um, way, there's not a Celtic fan, man, woman or child <laughs> Who by 12.30 on Saturday afternoon Will not be desperate Desperate for Celtic to beat Rangers That person does not exist well, listen, you Take Kevin at face value, Kevin uh, well, I'm walking, walking down Sorry, you street with a wee bit of a smile on my face Obviously I've been a bit smart But obviously I, I, I do kind of care But I wouldn't, if we get beat I won't be anywhere near as upset as I would be normally but that's what I mean, basically. So, obviously you want to win. Obviously you want to rub it in, but I'll not be anywhere near as upset if we get beat. And- I think that's fair, isn't it, Gordon? Um, in terms of, you know, that we you can't almost escape these comparisons about pitching Ange above whoever or, or just below wherever. The fact that we're in, we're not actually at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. And as Hugh says, you know, in terms of the, the cold hard facts of it, there is no treble in the bag yet and there wasn't one last season. But yet, the fact that we're having this conversation in, in the absence of those things Probably just shows you how the Celtic fans do feel about the manager He's a fans manager The bond with the fans is incredible He can do no wrong And I think he strikes me as one of the managers I don't see him day to day But I think everyone from the tea lady all the way up Appreciates him I think he's one of those guys that would go out his way You know, he makes sure everybody felt the same <coughs> the people will feel as high as his players feel just now And uh, he's just running the club brilliantly well It's incredible that that's Kevin on I've heard a few Rangers fans coming on saying Ah oh, we don't really care what's going to happen that weekend against Celtic Because we just want the end of the season Celtic fans are saying Well we don't really care because we're concentrating the treble I'm like you, I can't wait to 12.30 at the yeah. weekend Well I mean this would be the earliest preview that we've ever started Tuesday night Quarter past six I think there's lots to be said Before we get to that game um, Specifically What's What's next For the Celtic team Kevin? I think the big thing Needs to be Two things I think we need to Ensure that we keep A hold of our Best players People like Hattati I don't think Jota's gone anywhere To be honest Just be His social quality Social media I don't think he'll be Going anywhere anytime soon But I think we need to Keep a hold of people Like Hattati Um O'Reilly, um, people like that, and, and add to the squad. I think what's next, the, ob- the obvious answer is, is taking the next step in Europe. I mean, we get plenty of plaudits for the way that we played in the Champions League, but the, 
table didn't lie. We get two points, so I think the next thing is turning those performances into results, putting on a good show in Europe, maybe finishing third or, or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Putting on a, a, a decent performance. And if Champions League isn't going to be there for us and we get knocked out and we're in third, then having a decent run in the, the Europa League, I think that's that's the big challenge for Andrew Nick. Can, can we take that next step that Rangers did? Because I mean, talk about how quickly things move. I noticed Twitter rumour, and I'm, I'm pretty certain it's no more than that at the moment about Rio Hitati's future today. I don't know if this yeah. made its way to you. I, I um, Brighton. Yeah, I mean, you would like that. Then you'd be the you'd be you could be the the correspondent. That's your English team, of course. Um, I mean, people t- pointing out that he wasn't in the celebration pictures from after. The, I mean. There could be loads of reasons for that I have no idea I just know that it's got social media Well I, I, I think Kevin and the other Celtic fans Will have to acknowledge the fact That if Celtic are offered 20 million plus For Rio Hatati uh, And that they'll be looking for that kind of money Then you know They have a player trading model That has stood them in good stead For many years now uh, and Hatati would fit that model if that was the kind of money and offer. I don't know whether Brighton have get mentioned because they have Mitoma, uh, Rio Hatati's fellow Japanese. Um, <laughs> maybe it's because Brighton get a going over from Everton yesterday. Uh, but that's part and parcel of the game. And Ange Postacoglu, if the Celtic supporters always say they trust in Ange Postacoglu, then they should trust his judgment. If uh, Celtic did get twenty million pounds for Rio Hatati, who's to say that Ange Postecoglou didn't spend the money on someone who's even mm. better than Rio Hatati? But that he, is just a fact of life. He might have had somewhere to be. He might have not been feeling very well. Yeah. He might have decided to to go elsewhere. That there are no hiding places on social media in this day and age, Gordon DL. Do you read anything into him? Apparently, not been in the pictures from Celtic Park. I must admit, I haven't looked through them all with a fine tooth comb, mm. but I just no, taking not, what I read at face value. I'm not reading anything into that, Gordon. But what I will say is, um, if you're a Celtic fan and you see and hear these rumours, well, I'd be very surprised if there are clubs like IEQ says they're about Brighton. Not looking at these boys because they're performing. They're 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 absolutely top class players. So when that happens, you attract interest from other places. It's not us trying to get rid of Hatati down in England and Postecoglou. It's just because it's a compliment of how well they're doing as a manager, as a player, as a team. And obviously, other clubs will come calling. Will try the the patience of uh, like say Celtic or. You know, we've seen it before with Rangers as well. There, Patterson last night starting to perform as the fullback we knew. Um, it's just one of those things that the Scottish market's there for the big teams to come up and pick off the best players, and that's what's going to happen. But the price tag, like everything else, will need to be right for the clubs. Whether it's recruitment, whether it's Europe, who these were the things Kevin mentioned. Do you think mm. wrapping up the league at this relatively early stage, and I suppose given that it was. Pretty much one anyway You know that, that was just the confirmation At the weekend Do you think that allows An extra level of Of planning And preparation For Ange Postecoglou Knowing from Quite a long time ago It was going to be Champions League Group stages Or do you think He just goes about His business in the The same way anyway I think Ange Postecoglou Knows already Who's coming into Celtic next season I'm not so sure He knows who's going out If anything uh, But I think He's that type of guy And I think the people Behind the scenes at Celtic who work in tandem with Ange Postacoglu 
uh, will be about their business quickly, efficiently. Uh, and Ange Postacoglu, I think, will focus on winning the four remaining league games, maintaining a high standard, being finely honed for the cup final that offers them the chance to win the treble. Uh, he just strikes me as the guy, the man with the plan. Mm, let's thank Kevin for his call and he can enjoy his walk down Socky Hall Street. Jim is a bit further afield. He's in Southampton. What's your point tonight, Jim? Uh, thanks, guys. Good evening. Um, I've listened to uh, sort of the last couple of nights and the comparisons we've got with Ange and the likes of Brendan Rodgers, Mark Manil. I, I was thinking, Brendan Rodgers signed players that we all knew. Ange has dipped into a market that nobody knew about, people laughed about and questioned. And I don't think there's one player he signed who's not just hit the road running. And I think... We sort of take what I off the ball when it comes to that. He spotted this market, and he's and now everybody else seems to be jumping into it as well. It was very easy for him to spot the market since he lived in Japan for four years. Uh, that's not to take away from the quality of his signings; they have been magnificent. The only one from Japan not to hit the ground running was Ediguchi, now back in Japan. But Ange Postecoglou. Knew his market And he knew that they could do A job in Scottish football And he has been proved Wonderfully successful In that regard I, I wouldn't praise Talk up Ange Postacoglu By talking down Brendan Rodgers You know Brendan Rodgers Brought in players Who did a terrific job For Celtic And won uh, Three trebles in a row Under Brendan So The way to talk up Ange Is not to talk down Another Celtic manager Mm. I think maybe um, Jim was just Pointing out the differences As, mm. as well Gordon because There's no such thing As a guaranteed signing Of course there's not They always come with A, a level of risk But you know With Moussa Dembele was like One of the top performers In the championship Probably could have been Destined for English Premier League You know Scott Sinclair Guys like, It was a more of a So called Tried and tested market At times Not, not mm. all of them And um you know, as Jim says, once Sanj Postacoglu started going into that market, it was, you know, oh, will they will they be able to cope with their league and how will they come over and, and settle in off the pitch and all that? And these questions seem like a million miles yeah, ago now. Yeah, and I think that's where he takes all the plaudits. You're right about Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers signed a lot of good players, of course he did. Um, and his success came from that. But Postacoglu knew the players. He knew their ability. But he had to put the jigsaw together. Can they come to Scotland? Um, can they settle into the country Can they settle into Scottish football uh, Will they adapt to it And he certainly believed in his players That they could do that And they've showed that mm. they've come over here And Hugh's right Apart from maybe the odd one Every single one of them made such an impact What do you think's next for the Celtic team Jim? I just think it's onwards and upwards And I, I don't mean to age, I'm not having a go or nothing But I wasn't, I wasn't slating Brendan Rodgers I love Brendan Rodgers and what he did I just think uh, the guys just said there It was as big a risk for Ange To bring these guys who weren't used to Scottish football And the fact he brought two of them at the same time I just think it was a masterstroke So that there wasn't one just alienated He had a he had an oppo, he had a mate there And then word gets round So I know he, get, I know he understood the Japanese market But as the guy said there That doesn't mean that you're just going to fit into the Scottish game mm. Our game is just totally different <laughs> 
I think perhaps the Japanese players have shown that it's not totally different because they have come in and adapted wonderfully well. I think it still is different though, isn't it? It must be. Well, you know, I know there are certain differences. I mean, um, John Lundstrom had one of the old-fashioned tackles on Kyogo in in, in the last match as if to say, this is me letting you know that I'm here. And it doesn't affect Kyogo. Kyogo just goes back for more. Uh, so they're going to Japan and Korea in the summer, Celtic. And I can only imagine that Ange Postacoglu now knows who's coming back from Japan or Korea with him because, you know, they had O scoring a goal uh, at Tynecastle on Saturday to secure the title. Uh, is there another O somewhere in South Korea that Ange Postacoglu knows about and may come back trying to say he's going to keep some extra seats mm. on the flight you know when you used to go to like America or something and the, the exchange rate was great you would take an empty suitcase so that you could buy loads <laughs> of stuff sure. so just go and keep four seats free up the back of the mm. up the back and see who, she, she, who wants to join she, the yeah the listen, party yeah there could uh, could be a possibility uh, listen he like you the one thing about him is he gets his work done very quickly in the transfer markets. We've witnessed that with him. He's usually got his, his eye on the ball, he's got his targets set and he's quick to move. Thank you very much to Jim. 01419511025. Good time to call. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Gordon DL are here 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB not had any calls yet about that team of the season yet does that mean you all agree with it? you all agree wholeheartedly that the right decisions have been made and no one has been hard done by? I don't think so this is Glasgow in the West after all so pick up the phone let's go to Richard who's on the line tonight Richard how are you? Hello I'm good thanks um, I mean I don't mean to pry like, into your private life But I've got this little screen that gives me limited Granted it's limited information about callers And it says Richard, Rangers fan, Gifnook but at the RAH I hope you're not unwell Richard No, no, I'm uh, with my wife uh, She's in labour so oh. I've got the radio, radio on in the background listening to the show Hold on, hold on Put it close oh, to your ears Hold on a minute Put it close to your ears Your wife is in labour <laughs> And you're spending that time on the phone to us Yeah yeah No we're, uh, She's here as well uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> it's that's great Listen to the show So Wants uh, <laughs> to keep up the routine That is magnificent What's your wife's name? It's Gemma Everything going okay so far? Yes yeah, Gemma yeah. just giving a wee thumbs up From the gas and air in the background <laughs> No it's great <laughs> <laughs> This has got to be a first This, this is a first Gemma, is there any chance you could actually give birth? If if Ofcom are listening, are you allowed to take calls from women in labour? I've not. It's been a while since I brushed up on my um, my rules and regulations. I'm sure it's fine. We'll be alright. Yeah. No deal. No deal. Sounds very happy. No deal. Grassing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Uh, Are you? Is are you both? I didn't want to give birth with Gordon in the background. (laughs) Oh, uh, Oh, what Gordon? You talking about there, Gemma? You obviously. I'll leave that for you to figure out. Oh, Housewives' favourite. It's got oh, to be. Absolutely got to be. Are you both Rangers fans? Oh, God, no. No, Gemma's a Celtic <laughs> fan. I'm God a Rangers no. fan. So, hey, I'm fighting against baby Ange, is the, the name. <laughs> well, listen, I've got a perfect compromise for you, right? If Ange doesn't make the cut, what about we shug? <laughs> Could we do that? Could we arrange it even as a middle name? 
I'll think about it. Can I tell you, can I tell you Gemma, that the, when one of my grandchildren was on the way, my son-in-law asked if the baby could be called Lubo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, I, I had to put this to the grandmother. <laughs> very, very swiftly shot down. It was. I can, I can just imagine. Uh, I, I don't often become speechless, but because we've had weird ones mm. before, we've had someone phone from the bath that sticks yeah, out. That was someone, me. remember someone else phoned from the sunbed. Sunbed, that was particularly that was bizarre. But this tops the mm. lot. Yes. Um, we better get the call over and done with uh, it. Yeah, things water breaks, to, we're in trouble. To Gemma's busy here. Um, I mean, Richard, it feels it feels insignificant and trivial now. But what's your point? <laughs> so my point was actually about the Rangers rebuild. So I was just a wee bit concerned about the kind of financial standing of Rangers just now. Uh, I know, obviously, Tillman's on loan. The option to buy at the end of the season. There seems to be a lot of talk around like, do we part with the five million? Do we not? It's a big, significant chunk. But then. I I actually went on transfer market just to see how far off I was. And Celtic is in euros, but they've spent 30 million last season, eh, but made 30 million in incoming transfers. Season before, they spent 26 million, but that was the season they sold Edward and Iron, made like 37 million. I don't see the same sales happening for Rangers, and I just don't know. Like, there's there's not 50 million there. For a rebuild, if we're discussing how crit- how critical five million is on one player, mm. and just a wee bit concerned as a Rangers fan, Ange came in big rebuild. I don't think we have a Celtic level rebuild from when Ange came in to do, but just a wee bit concerned about how we're going to navigate this rebuild with the resources that Rangers have, especially if we need to qualify for the Champions League eh, as opposed to automatic promotion. So just to kind of get the thoughts of you guys on that. I'm I, not going to lie I, I, You can hear that heartbeat You can yeah. hear the heart monitor In the background <laughs> And you want us to talk With a straight face About whether Malik Tillman's Worth 5 million quid Well, if This only, madhouse has taken A new turn If only to To placate Richard And make sure that Gemma's nice and composed there uh, My thoughts <laughs> Richard Are that It's time for John Bennett The new chairman To contemplate Speaking to the Rangers fans And I do believe There's a Public meeting with the fans coming up very, very soon. Uh, I don't think he will declare that Rangers have X million to spend because clubs don't care to put uh, an exact figure on what they have to spend. But uh, it will have to be as substantial as they can manage because the gap that they have to close is substantial. Uh, I don't think they'll pay five million for Malik Tillman. That's That's purely guesswork on my part. And I look at what they're doing so far. I look at Kieran Dowell from Norwich, who won't cost uh, a lot of money. Uh, I know that they've been linked with Trusty from Arsenal, who's out on loan at Birmingham at the moment. £2 million has been suggested. So it will be along those lines, but it would be for John Bennett, I think, to to give you a ballpark figure of where you're going. And Richard Wright, Gordon, that Celtic have spent... Money, but actually, you know, the net spend isn't huge because if you think of the players that left initially when when Ange Postecoglou came in, um, and then although there have been a lot, and that's what leads to your total, there's still obvious value there. You look at what even even the wages and led to believe when Kyogo and Hatati etc. arrived, fairly good business done. Um, so it's just going to have to be bang on. It just doesn't sound like there's going to be much room for. For failures or, or expensive risks I mean, I mean so far Raskin and Cantwell Will have come in at, at, 
okay mm-hmm. level of, of finance The Rangers fans who call this show Are happy with them Can you replicate that a couple of more times? Yeah, I, I agree I think the two signings so far have have shown up well Especially Cantwell I think he's become a fan's favourite Terrific goal at the weekend I think the big question And, and everybody And Hugh mentioned it there Is Tillman Is is it worth the 5 million Out your transfer budget um, For a young player Who definitely has got talent We've seen that um, Yes you can argue In the big games He's not really uh, stood up But there's a few times He's been injured I Me personally I wouldn't be I wouldn't be spending five million in, in Tillman just now. I think that you need to look at that squad. You can free up a lot of big wages. You know, you must look at guys like McGregor and Davis and people like that's so on big money. You're losing Morelis and Kent. That's where they've really slipped. Losing that sort of a income. That mm. there was a chance, you know, a few years ago or a year and a half ago, whatever it was, to recoup some good money in from them. It never happened, so they're losing these two guys for nothing. So it's certainly, it's certainly pardon the pun, but it's got to be a big push. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, Richard, if you're still with us, hopefully you are. I, I wonder if then, you're right, there, there are no massive obvious assets that like Celtic had and what you had last year with Bassey and Aribo and Patterson. Is there anyone then that you would actively look to sell on, even, even for a, a couple of million, you know, whether that's... Borna Barisic contract up next season Glenn Kamara would, would you do everything you could To try and get some sort of fee in for these guys? No intention to, to sign a new deal Which I don't know I think he, he, might, he might actually want to And I purely like my suspicion on that is I don't know where he would go I think I've been really disappointed by Barisic He seems like a, a calamity in, in, in the big games when it comes to the crucial moments I think you've missed the boat to really cash in on Kamara uh, I think you'll be lucky to get a £5 million deal for him now uh, I think Rangers always talk about that player trading model and I think like Daz just touched on it there's real opportunity being missed uh, with like Morelos and Kent if you're really looking to optimise that player trading model I think we hit the speed spot with Bassey hit the speed spot with Aribo and kind of cashed in at the peak values but I just don't think there's been enough consistency of that and you see Celtic do it time and time again cash in on peak values and that's generating the, the income that they, they can then afford to spend 50 million euros in two, trans, uh, two seasons of transfers so uh, I think it's we need to optimise that player trading model I mean that is a great point but how's Gemma everything still okay? Yeah, yeah, no, all good, all good. I mean, I, I'm not a medical professional, but the heartbeat does sound strong to me, Hugh Keevans. I, I can hear that. You weren't concerned about you weren't concerned about me after my hip operation. You phoned me. Bit different. Yeah, you're a, you're a figure of fun you were, on this you show. You were waiting for a heartbeat. I, I wanted to do the full <laughs> Charles Green Jim White interview with you on the end of the bed uh, when you got your hip done. All we can ask, Gemma, if it happens before eight o'clock, will Phone you call back. back and let us know? Oh, definitely. Good girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm and sure Gemma, that'll be the first thing in her mind. I have never wished a caller well more sincerely than this. I hope your night mm. is short and goes well, and we look forward to hearing from you both and uh, maybe all three of you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers, there we, there we the go. Best. Just when you thought you had heard it all. Yes, that's brilliant. Someone calls from the labour room. With their partner unmistakably yeah. in labour in the background, it is a good way to pass the time. See if oh. you think about it. Yeah. I was off. I was. I hope, I hope Mrs. Duncan's not listening. I was bored. 
Oh, well, there's not much to do <laughs> They treated me like a king as well I could tell I was they didn't They were like they were. I don't know why But the staff were so lovely And they were running after me And giving me dinner And like I'm sitting there With the food And then it got a bit late it was a, This was a long process Believe me uh, And then the pillow And the blanket I was I was made to feel uh, Quite yeah. at home um, <laughs> You can take your time Sweetheart <laughs> you Things are okay Victoria well, Sponge uh, And custard <laughs> Coming in a minute I've been here A hundred years As you know <laughs> And never ever ever In my super scoreboard history Did I ever think the call from the Labour suite would be the next. Honestly, I, yeah. Um, I mean, let's bring in Stu, who's an heir. Stu, I, I don't really know how you top that. I don't know, Gordon, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was in that situation myself maybe about uh, 10 weeks ago, so oh, thankfully I'm all past that. Brilliant. What is. There's a real, there's a it's real a baby, boom. baby theme to the show. Yeah, just the end of the season, baby boom. And how, and how is your young child now, Stu? Oh, she's all good. She's all good. Thankfully, thankfully. Oh, um, I'm feeling quite emotional about this. Anyway, mm-hmm. Stu, what's your point? Stick stick the bit into your team or something and bring us back to earth. <laughs> we're actually just dropping away my off at the football training, so we need to make it quick. Um, I'd just like to basically congratulate Celtic on winning the league and stuff. You know, I think it's absolutely tremendous what they've done to Morris. I'm kind of jealous of the Rangers fan that Rangers couldn't pull out the gun. Can I do that myself? Uh, you've got to admire their hunger. You know, every game they seem to go into it and just. You know, in the matter of the result, you know, the, you know, or the opposition, they're always seem to come out and talk, you know, and I wish Rangers could do that, to be honest with you. Uh, basically, what I'd like to see, actually, at the end of the game, is instead of Rangers, uh, sorry, Rangers, managers getting interviewed, I'd actually quite like to see the referees getting a wee, a wee interview just to see, you know, if they've made a dodgy decision or, you know, if they've made a dodgy red card or something, you know, I'd just like to see what they would, you know, what they would say to that. Yeah. Well, sometimes we get, we get this... Thrown up a lot I'd love it Imagine it on the well, show Bring it on happen, I can it? guarantee you You stew That your Recently born child Will be Collecting a state pension Before that <laughs> happens uh, Referees You know the, the the SFA The SPFL Have tried everything In terms of communication In that direction But It's just Not on now mm. Because the, the The approval rating For our referees Has never Ever been at a lower ebb Yeah but that's not my way of helping that though No it, it, Because fans sort of try and understand Fans will completely disbelieve every word that they say well, Because true. fans have preconceived ideas mm. They don't want to hear the referee tell them what was going on in his mind yeah. Because they already disagree with him And no matter what I, he says that will still be the case I think you speak on behalf of a lot of fans admittedly But not, not them all There must be people out there who would find some some use in it to at least try and understand where it comes from, Gordon. I do get the counter argument because mm-hmm. the referees say, "Well, you're only ever going to want to be to interview the refs to ask them about a perceived mistake, yeah. you know, that, and that's yeah, it. And then it, it kind of puts the spotlight on the other counter. Would be it's not as if it's the done thing, you know. It's not like they do it everywhere else, and, and we've somehow decided against it. It's not really the done thing. However, I think there is a clip surfacing at the moment. I think the referee in France did it. He came across brilliant, right? He almost mm. was in the studio after the game, really, really explained what was going on. Um, but whether that's something that would take off regularly? No, I'm a little bit with Hugh here. Um, I don't think it will be something that happens. I can see both sides, both sides of the argument. Sorry, Gordon, but. I think sometimes that referees, and I stick up for them all the time, I'll guarantee you they must sit sometimes, listen to shows like this, listen to callers, read papers and think, 
I wish I could go out there and just clarify that. Yeah, that's true. I really do. And and they're only human to do that because they get criticised and sometimes they'll be sitting there and we've all been there because we've all been in this business a long time and you get criticised and you feel like sometimes thinking, do you know what, I wish I could explain that. Then the person would probably understand it. I, I, I just have this, maybe, maybe it's me, but... The fans who would clamour for this don't want an analysis of the situation. But again, I always, I just always cautious of generalising too much because I think you'll be right for a lot of people, but not them all. You uh, must I, admit you can't speak on behalf of everyone. Uh, absolutely, but I, I'm, I'm giving you what I believe to be the majority view. They don't want an analysis; they want an admission of mm. guilt. Yeah, I think some would But anyway, thank you Stu Hope the the football training goes well That was Stu from Air I'm just thinking about the, the previous call From the mm. Labour Ward um, Nine months ago this week Rangers beat Kilmarnock 2-0 To maintain a 100% winning start to the season Is that yeah. enough to get you going? Um, what was uh, Celtic's result that week? Because remember it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a split household, remember What was the Celtic result that week? Come on producer Chris Don't give me half the information Oh, if Celtic's won, that's a bond So they're both Oh, they're both very happy um, well, if, Especially if it was like uh-huh. a big significant win Beating Ross County 3-1 Is that, is that going to uh, excite uh, you? It was obviously g- good enough for Jeff Well, listen, anything excites you I'm asking <laughs> the wrong man 01419511025 <laughs> Twitter as well at Clyde SSB If you want to argue about the team of the year We could do that And we've still to look ahead to those playoffs Any Partick Thistle fans out there On their way to the stadium Give us a call 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Gordon DL still reeling from a super scoreboard first a call from the Labour Ward with I mean uh, some people will be driving or whatever or maybe listening whilst they're making the dinner so they might not be able to hear exactly but w- with these big headphones on there was the unmistakable sound of the heartbeat in the background mm, wasn't it? I'm, I'm stunned K9 Doug says send baby Anja Baw once it's born <laughs> that's a fair point it's the least we can do surely <laughs> well that's send fair enough ball. yeah if it's a boy we should yeah yeah, um, yeah. good idea um, well I, I don't know if Ange, well, Angie if, if it's the girl could work because yeah. obviously the ball lots of budding sure female footballers too sure if Richard's got to go down that road no no he's a Rangers yeah. man isn't he listen see in that moment you just give just, in I just Right, well, whatever, whatever you want Yeah Crack on Full lot Anyway 01419511025 We are going to Peter in Irvine How's it going Peter? Alright guys How are you? Hi not bad Big congratulations to Celtic Once again I honestly thought it was going to be Congratulations <laughs> to Richard Who's about to have a baby <laughs> so Live on the show um, What was so good about this title win Peter? No, just everything, it gets better all the time But what I wanted to say was um, A lot of people seem to forget about Neil Lennon The first guy, was it Kevin? Kevin from yeah, Motherwell so, yeah. He put Ange up along with Martin O'Neill and Brendan Rodgers And that's alright to leave out Jockstein But to leave out Neil Lennon I thought was a wee bit wrong Because, um, like, if you remember back the 69 run Who stopped that? Hearts win it The scalped is 4-0 Oh yeah they're and, who, yeah, they're and, before, and before Brendan left Who did they have in the final that year? It was Hearts win it mm-hmm. So Neil Lennon came in Picked up his mess I don't even think there would have been a treble treble Without Neil Lennon Never mind a quad treble 
the guy like Tommy Burns is a Celtic fan more than a manager. And and um, I just don't like how he gets left out a lot for the Celtic fans. It's, it's just a fact of life. I remember standing here with Gordon in this studio on the day that Brendan Rodgers left for Leicester. And it was two hours of quiet night, wasn't it? Disgust from Celtic supporters. People take these things badly. And when Neil Lennon had uh, that season, <coughs> which was supposed to be Celtic's 10 in a row season, and it imploded from the word go. Uh, and, you know, there were fans outside Celtic Park chanting uh, in a very uh, profane way about uh, Neil Lennon and what he should do. Uh, people just take it. That way Brendan Rodgers will never be forgiven by some people For going mid-season Neil Lennon will never be forgiven by some people For not getting 10 in a row But you're absolutely right That Neil Lennon should be remembered For what he did as player and manager mm. And so should Brendan Rodgers Yeah, I, look, I mean Peter can call in about whatever he likes That's that's mm. the beauty of it But I think when I think, you know, we're in danger When people are just Highlighting the, the job Ange Postacoglu has done If they want to mention it I get why Peter's nose is out of joint But then We end up spending time debating Whether or not Neil Lennon was a good Celtic manager Which I, I'm not sure necessarily the point of what's going on right now Yeah I think Peter was just trying to give Neil a bit of credit Deservedly so I'm with you there um, You have good times and bad times But Neil Lennon was absolutely brilliant for Celtic throughout his career a Terrific guy I, I think you enjoy the moment just now with Postacoglu. There's something special there with Celtic and Postacoglu. He's come in, nobody had heard of him. A lot of people had written him off. He's just been absolutely brilliant. He's brought the club together. As I said, he's a fans manager. The fans, they can do no wrong. And he just keeps turning out terrific performances and terrific players. And so far, it's been and must have been really enjoyable for Celtic over the last couple of seasons with Postacoglu. Mm. And they're hoping that will continue. You know, they've still got a big game against Inverness. And then after that, in the summer again. So it's exciting times if you're a Celtic fan just now. Um, I mean, Peter, I take it all the Celtic fans who contact this show tend to be super confident that Ange Postacoglu is staying for a bit yet. Are you on that same same line I really hope so I really hope so hope he stays for as long as possible um, so <clears throat> uh, which I'm going to say good luck to him on Saturday he can hopefully rub a bit of salt in the wind um, that's so. more like it Hugh yeah 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 that's yeah. more like it the first caller said he didn't care now, we're, now I'm feeling a bit more we're out the like labor, ourselves we're out of the labour suite now we're into the trenches mm. uh, I mean Peter is absolutely correct. He he's go, he wants a, a, a victory over Rangers on Saturday to put the cherry on the cake. Um, uh, and there's no one, no Rangers or Celtic mm. fan, who doesn't want to win that game on Saturday. Uh, but as I say, Ange Postecoglou holds a very special, almost unique place in the hearts of the Celtic fans. And... He, I believe, will be there next season. I believe he's looking forward to the trip to Japan and South Korea. I believe he has every intention of doing the Champions League with Celtic. And beyond that, you can't really have a conversation. And yet, before we get to all that, Gordon, there is the immediate future. How much mm. is a, a record points total, a motivation? How much do they internally care how much is that a, sometimes a good target to, to realign once you've already won something? 
Um, how much will the squad be used? These are all questions we'll find out a bit sooner than what do you do in the transfer market and what do you do in Europe next season? Yeah, he's not because he's not became uh, so successful because he looks and and he rests in his laurels. He'll not take his foot off the accelerator. He'll, he'll want to go as much as Celtic fans can say about the one. Rangers fans are saying the same. Uh, oh well, we can't wait to the end of the season get it over with. Postacoglu will go there with determination to beat Rangers. He'll go in determination to win his next few league games and then obviously Scottish Cup final at Hampden. That's why he's successful. He does, doesn't look and think, right, job done for the season. He wants more and more. He'll be demanding of his players. It'll be interesting to see the team lineups. He's got a great squad there to use. So he's got plenty at his disposal. Thanks, Peter. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Your last night's Beat the Pundit. Oh, yes. It was but a classic come back for it. all the wrong reasons. Did you hear it? No, Hugh told me about it in the office tonight. So, so, so I've got advice. If anyone wants to play Beat the Pundit tonight, I'm going to keep it really simple for you. Try to get questions right. That's a, that's a good start. Don't get a zero. And if you do, don't swear at the end of it. Right, that, that's all I've got oh, for you tonight. One of those, was it? Um, that's all I've got. Very straightforward advice. If you want to play tonight, so one four one nine five one one zero two five, and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Gordon Biel are here. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you'd like to join in, and you can tweet us at Clyde S S. Be still really just fall fallout from the weekend. I think so far, if you've anything to add, you can do. What about today's news? Team of the season, PFA Scotland's team of the season is out. It's got seven Celtic players in it, all the ones you would mostly expect: Joe Hart and Cameron Carter, Vickers, Carl Starfield, Greg Taylor, Carl McGregor, Rio Hatati, and Kyogo. Is that the seven? Did that off the top of my head? So there's pressure mm-hmm. on there. Uh, James Tavernier and Malik Tillman from Ranger Duke and Kevin Van Veen from Aberdeen and Motherwell respectively Do you agree with those choices? Would you have picked someone different that our professional footballers have no idea what they're talking about? Now would be the time to tell us and we're going to go to Fir Hill ahead of Partick Thistle Queen's Park as well So get in touch with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Come on then, beat the pundit time Jay is in Coatbridge, how's it going Jay? I'm very well thanks, how are you? I love your style Jay, see if I was a contestant <laughs> on beat the pundit I would definitely phone in the night after somebody got a zero You're not daft are you? Exactly, I look good compared to yesterday Exactly, I mean. don't, don't know, Jay might get a zero oh, as well I say it, I've said it a million times, the analogy is If you're at the karaoke, wait until someone's rotten before mm. you You don't want to follow up a good singer Do you know what I mean That's nothing worse So Jay's got the He's got the game plan All down 7-0 For Simon Donnelly Last night uh, One thing I need you To promise me Jay Is that you won't swear Of course I won't Good Jay sounds mm. like a polite man I anyway, can't promise you that uh, Heads it will be Hugh Keevans And tails It will be Gordon Dale How's your form? Mm. Not great is it? Put it this way I think it would have been Tight between me And the guy last night <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting To see how you would Fair alongside Hugh Because it's usually Mark You know You don't mm. Different surroundings Different teammates It's heads So it is Hugh You're off the hook Hugh will play Jay So what we'll do is Give Hugh some greatest hits radio And turn it up nice and loud I always leave it a bit quieter for him You know Given his age and stuff like that But anyway uh, Jay you've got 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Yep Right top man 30 seconds Going on the clock right now And your time starts 
No Who's the only other Scottish team Aaron Moy has played for Apart from Celtic Samirin Who's been capped more For their national team Morelos or Cholak Cholak Name the only scorer In the most recent Old Firm game Kyogo Who finished second In the Scottish Championship This season Queen's Park Name any player sent off In the Scottish Premiership This weekend Declan Gallagher joined St Mirren From which other Scottish Premiership team? How many league titles did Alex McLeish win as Rangers manager? Four Hugh, can you hear us? Greatest hits radio, that's the place you know Enjoy that, did you? Rod Stewart, you wear it well Classic Hmm. Ready? Yep Same set of questions and your time starts now Who's the only other Scottish team Aaron Moy played for apart from Celtic? St Mirren Who's been capped more for their national team? Morelos or Cholak? Cholak Name the only scorer in the most recent Old Firm game uh, Jota Who finished second in the Scottish Championship this season uh, United Name any player sent off in the Scottish Premiership at the weekend Pass Declan Gallagher joined St Mirren from which other Scottish Premiership team um, Libby How many league titles did Alex McLeish win as Rangers manager Three Okay Jay what's the verdict Oh, close. I messed up with the Jota Kyogo one. I, I know, I know. It was a safe bet, to be honest, you know, if you can't know. remember exactly. But anyway, uh, you both knew Aaron Moy had played for Smithern. Neither of you knew that Alfredo Morelos has got 11 caps for Colombia and Cholak has three for Croatia. So it's one all. Hugh Keevens is right. Uh, it was Jota, not Kyogo. Um, so he goes 2-1 in front And I've got real sympathy for you Jay Because for a long time yep. you would have been right But Ayr did pip Queen's Park to second oh. Their goal difference, can you believe it? So 3-1 to Hugh However Alex Cochran was sent off at the weekend, wasn't he? Of course oh. Curtis Guthrie and Charlie Mulgrew ah. So Easy now, Jay pulls one back 3-2 Declan Gallagher yeah. joins St Mirren From which other Scottish Premiership side? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to come clean See when you said Motherwell I put Oh a, I know I put, no, I put a tick I, I put a tick on the paper I and just I totally forgot I've done the same thing I Aberdeen <sighs> I think the Aberdeen fans And maybe Declan Gallagher mm. as well Want to forget they put a tick on the, as well. the Aberdeen spell um, But none of you got it So it all comes down yeah. to the last one Hugh leads by one How many league titles Did Alex McLeish win I think yeah, With Rangers I think Jay went four Hugh went three The answer is Two. So you've oh, not you've not done go. enough, Jay. Hard lines. No, unfortunate. Good game. Thanks, though. Thanks, well, it wasn't a zero. I know exactly. Better See, yesterday. Yeah. We're going up in the world. Mm. What was that? A three-two for Hugh Keevans No, yeah. four-two was it not? Three-two. Yeah, I think it was three a three-two. Two. Yeah. Good catch. A result, Hugh. Yeah. Just I bring out the goodness in you. Yeah. You know that. I bring out the goodness in you. <laughs> yeah. A phrase that you should never, never utter. use. No. Yeah. No. I was a wee bit disappointed I didn't get Declan Gallagher at the end Livy Honest- He started at Livy Ah uh, yeah I, I was willing to let Motherwell slide as a wrong answer yeah, but, Livy but Livy was Livy too far back started, wasn't yeah. it <sighs> Anyway it's a victory Don't let us bring you down you. No, 0141 no, <laughs> Or Twitter at Clyde SSB We're going to go to Firhill Hopefully Soon I think one or two technical issues Um so we'll build up to that one Really looking forward to it I love the, the playoffs Really good at this time of season So a nice local fixture for us As well Right What about this team of the season? It's always a good debate this Because it's voted for by the players They should know what they're talking about But it doesn't stop Everybody out there Having a good old moan About who's not in the team And why this dud is in the team And I can't believe this player that I don't like Got in ahead of someone that I do like You know, that's kind of the way it works, isn't it, Hugh? Uh, So get all your thoughts in What do you think of the team of the season? 
Is it the right selection? Who's unlucky to be left out? Who's lucky to be included, perhaps? Like I say, it's voted for by the, the professionals anyway. Uh, but it was Joe Hart in goal. It was a back four of James Tavernier, Carlos Starfelt, Cameron Carter, Vickers and Greg Taylor. Lots of Celtic, as you would expect. Same in midfield with McGregor and Hatati, joined by Tillman from Rangers. What do you make of that inclusion? And a front three of Kyogo leading the line, as you would definitely expect. Kevin Van Veen and Duke from Aberdeen. I think it's a perfectly reasonable choice. I think the choice of seven players from Celtic is... Correct because it's a proportionate representation of the gap between Celtic and the others. Uh, I think the choice of Van Veen and Duke along with Kyogo up front uh, is again perfectly understandable because of the goals that they have scored. Uh, and the only area of argument would be Tillman because in big matches this season, Tillman hasn't always shown up. But as you said earlier, Gordon, that it's his fellow pros who have picked the team and they must have seen enough of him in other matches to suggest that he deserves his place I think it's still a good debate Gordon that's what, that's mm. why we're having it of course it is because everyone's entitled to their, their opinion you can an- answer the question do you think the right choices have been made I do think some of the language on day, days like this is a bit weird you know mm. people saying it's a disgrace or um, you know who picked this it's, it's fairly obvious mm. it, it's, it's players. the players so there's there's nothing sinister there you were a player once I imagine you just quite simply think uh, Okay, who gave who gave us a tough game when we played against them? And uh, what have I picked up on the highlights? Is, that's is it, is that's it exactly how it was that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's a lot of thought You just go back to the games you've played against uh, Teams you've played against The players you've played against Who gave you the hardest time If you're looking on the fringes There's not a lot to argue with that team You're looking on the fringes I think that you know, second half of the season, Mark O'Hara, a guest in here not that long ago. Uh, I've seen his wife still in the car park. Um, I don't I think, think it's his wife, well, by the way. Don't get me wrong. You look at the Hearts captain, Shankland, I think's probably in the fringes as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a case to be made for one or two players on the fringe side of it. I'm not surprised, obviously. The front three look absolutely brilliant the way they're informed just now. Imagine coming up against that front three just now with the way they're scoring goals Van Veen, Kyogo and Duke um, So yeah, I'm not surprised with a lot in there The one person I'm glad to see is Well, two for me I think I'm a Tavernier fan I think he comes in for a bit of criticism uh, From some quarters of Rangers supporters I don't agree with And the other side as well Starfelt comes in for a little bit of criticism Uses ball I think defensively wise This season he's been excellent Would... And I'm, listen, I'm moving the goalposts, but I'm just being hypothetical. If he had a couple of more months at it, might Alistair Johnson have, have nicked Tavernier's place in that team? Might like I say, it's a complete hypothetical because he didn't, and Tavernier was there all season. I, but I'm just I, curious. I think, I think that's a perfectly reasonable question, Gordon. I think that a lot of Celtic fans obviously will be shouting down the radio. Yes, of course. Um, Alistair Johnson, since he's come in, has been terrific for Celtic. You're not going to include someone really who's been there half a season, yeah. are you? Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Tavernier. I really am. I think what he does for Rangers, and you know, he has his critics, and yes, he has his odd, his bad games defending wise. But I think, I think playing with Rangers and the, 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 the hundred goals throughout his career and the games and assists and everything, I think he's, he's a steady right back to be in there. I think the question mark will be Tillman. You watch Tillman 
And the, once again, we're talking tonight, was it worth five million with Rangers spend that budget? You watch Tillman sometimes against the likes of Dundee United's and Aberdeen's and teams like that, and you think, oh, what a talent. And this boy's got talent, of course he has. But Hugh touched on it there. When you want him to step up into the big games, that's where he sort of let himself down a little bit. Still a fantastic player. And obviously, players that have played against him uh, think that he deserves every right to be in there. And I just hope that's not my phone. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Um, Maybe it's Richard and Gemma. It definitely sounded like <laughs> yours, though. The Nokia doesn't make that noise. Nope. Um, Michael, what do you make of the team of the year? Not happy, Gordon, as I said to your producer. I don't understand why Malik Talman is the team of the year. I've watched him at Celtic against Celtic and obviously other teams. He's done nothing for Rangers. Where is Jota? Why is Jota not on the team of the season? Yeah, I mean, you do, have, you do have seven Celtic players there, though. Like, like you're, you're allowed to ask for as many as you like, but your, your gut feeling about a, about a team of the year that has seven of your players in it is that you're not happy about it because Malik Tillman's in. Yes, Tillman's not, uh, not just Tillman. There's obviously the front three's fine. I'm happy with that. But Tillman and Tavernier, I don't know why the two Rangers players are in it. They've not done much this season. Mm. Well, Tavernier, to use the modern day word, Tavernier's numbers are good. You know, with the, the goals he scores, uh, you know, in the 3 2 game against Celtic, he very nearly had a hat trick, uh, which I'm sure you remember well, Michael. Uh, so I cannot really find any reason to object to him being in the team. Uh, as I said, Tillman is the one area of debate. But for once, you know, the highest praise you get is from your fellow professionals in the game and I'm sure that Gordon Deal mm. uh, knew that when he was picking up awards as a player. So these are fellow professionals and they have a high regard for Tillman and how can you argue against that really, Michael? See people that criticise that and there will be people that obviously uh, Michael's on just now. She's a player. You go away thinking, you know, that's a, that's a good honour. Because as, as Hugh rightly says That's players you play against And you play against all season That's voting for you So it obviously sees that you're doing something right I can I can see all the arguments right As I said I tend to look mm. for the fringe players That were a wee bit unlucky You for instance said If Alistair Johnson had come in a bit earlier Of course he'd be under running Mark O'Hara I, I had Mark O'Hara down there Lauren Shankland I But think. again you know, it's easy to do that You wouldn't Dream of kicking Rio Hatati out the team. No and, no, and you wouldn't have Callum McGregor out either. So maybe that is the, the Malik Tillman slot if, if that's one that's apparently more debatable. But again, you, I'm I'm amazed at some of the there are still replies, you know, on Twitter being like, the panel that picked this sort of disgrace yeah. is abundantly clear. It's the players that vote for it. It's PFA Scotland's team of the year. Can't really tell them how to think. Um, and. Be interesting to get in inside their heads. For all we know, I mean, what is Malik Tillman? Twenty, yeah, twenty years of age. For all we know, there are a batch of players out in the league who voted who are twenty, twenty-one, and think, well, do you know what? He's come in here at my age, and he's got twelve goals this season, and yeah. that, that's decent for a for he's someone of, of my age. You know, the pros the pros see something in other pros, uh, which, with respect, I mean, I speak as a non-professional myself. People always disregard what uh, journalists have to say about players uh, because they believe that all cases are made because of bias. But this is not bias, it's not mm. journalists, it's not the media in any way, shape or form. These are the guys on the park and they believe Tillman 
should be in the team There is no panel You still get the old cynicism of Ah but they'll vote for the team that they support Which fine maybe that does go on But there are seven Celtic players in there I so. just say to, to repeat I think seven Celtic players is a proper representation of the gap Which has existed between Celtic and other clubs but Duke is in there for his goals Van Veen for his goals uh, Tavernier for his goals um, And the the one area of contention is Tillman But I, I stand back and say Don't blame us The fellow professionals it, picked him It seems to be the best debate Or at least the one that's Because again Even if Because <laughs> there are Rangers fans tweeting Saying they think Tavernier's had a poor season So mm. fair enough Who's the, who's a better right back in who else would you put in there? You know, as a question, you can answer it with Tillman. We've just done it with a few. Mm-hmm. Who would who would you realistically, no, given Alistair Johnson's late arrival? I think young Max Johnson uh, again um, only played second play, half yeah, of the season. As, as one going to say, I think you look at that sort of a scenario. Obviously, Alistair Johnson. Here's one for you, right? And this is a compliment. This is not a criticism. This is a compliment. Joe Hart's in that Celtic team. They've lost twenty five mm-hmm. goals. Now I've not watched Joe Hart week in week out performing. Remarkable saves But there's Players out there That mm. think he's such a part Of that or, back Or again five. though Wonder if it's the same Who If not Joe Hart Well we'll go French I, I think Sander Clark Coming in For Craig Half, a season, half a season again Right so I, you're, I, not, you're not getting in On half a season yeah, right? but So th- I'm not taking anything Away from Joe Hart mm. But Who else would you put Right, well, I can't answer that because I sit in the studio every week, so I don't see players live ah, week still, in, week out. Supporters. You can go through the league. Kelleroos has been good for Aberdeen, but yeah. again has, has spent chunks out the team. team. Hearts had one goalie for the first half of the season and another for the second. Can't pick theirs. Oh. David Marshall's been underwhelming. Trevor Carson's actually had a pretty good season, mm-hmm. you would say. Uh, Liam Kelly has had some wonderful saves, but maybe a few errors as well. You ain't including St Johnson, Dundee United, Kelly or Ross County's keeper. And if so, Celtic have lost 25 goals, then Joe Hart has made his contribution to that. I do accept what uh, Gordon said, that he's not under siege. His goal is not under siege every time Celtic play. However, he makes the, the timely saves that uh, get praise because... He has to maintain a high level of concentration See my point in that Hugh My point isn't saying that Joe Hart shouldn't be in it. My point saying the fact that You know players look at the contribution And as a fan you're thinking Well Joe Hart's not getting tested mm. Only lost 25 goals But players look at it differently I.e. that's why I'm talking about the case of Tillman for instance Now as a supporter you can say Celtic Oh he's not turned up against us Not kicked a ball Tavernier's been the same but as players and you're playing against these players, you see something in yeah. them as part of a team and what they're but doing. I mean, if, if, you're a, if you're a Dundee United, Motherwell, Ross County, Hearts, um, who else? St Johnston player, then Malik Tillman scored against you. You know what it might? Yeah. You're probably more likely to remember that than because you sat and watched TV one day and, and he was quiet against Celtic. I, I know we all have to argue about something. Absolutely. And this programme provides the platform. Uh, but it's the players And these players Have used their professional judgement On fellow professionals And I think that has to be respected um, Michael You've got seven players in there That must please you a bit Who's the pick of the bunch? The pick of the bunch And obviously as I said to your producer earlier I think I think I'll win the play of the year He's been outstanding since he's come in the door He's just a breath of fresh air goal He's been outstanding Harry Keogh have been brilliant for the come in the door I do have the feeling 
that when I'm sitting there on Sunday night in your company watching the award ceremony take place, I do have the feeling that Kyogo Furuhashi will be there as player of the year. I, I, I could not disagree with anything Michael has said about Rio Hatati. However, 30 goals, the one that sealed the league win at Tynecastle on Saturday, I just think this guy mm. is a breath of fresh air in Scottish football and the, the, the pleasant face of Scottish football. That's what we can do between now and mm. the end of the show. We're used to predicting the outcome of football games. Let's try mm. and let's see, the listeners can tweet us and you two can come up tomorrow. The four man shortlist is revealed for PFA Scotland's Player of the Year. Try and predict it, try and get it bang on, right? You can tweet us at Clyde SSB. Give me four names, not necessarily who you would have, who will be, who do you think will be on the four man shortlist? For player of the year tomorrow Let's see if anyone can get it bang on We'll build up to those playoffs next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Gordon DL are here It's 0141 I was asking people just before the break To get your predictions This is it This is not even necessarily your opinion as such Maybe it's the same thing I want you to try and predict who the four-man shortlist for Player of the Year will be because it's tomorrow. Steve Snedden says Kyogo, Carter Vickers, Van Veen, and Duke. Pozog says Kyogo, Van Veen, Tavernier, and Hatati. So it's got a bit of difference. What are you two going for? We're, We're going, going for, for the, the same. Kyogo, Hatati, McGregor, Van Veen. Kyogo, Hatati, McGregor, Van Veen. Full house. That's what I've got there. Mm, I'd be struggling to argue with that I think No place for someone like Duke No that's No place for someone like Tavernier No place for Carter Vickers I can, I can actually give you the winner as well If you want that mm, okay. On you go I'm brilliant at these things Kyogo All day Certainty Yeah I agree well, You two sound very certain of it There we are It's a bit of fun I'll, I'll read the, I'll look through them tomorrow And I'll pick a winner On Twitter at Clyde SSB So send us a tweet and Predict your four man shortlist For player of the year This is now no longer about Giving us your opinion Or putting your case forward This is a cold hard prediction About who will make it Onto the list Revealed tomorrow I look forward to that uh, Right I've got A short but tough teaser for you mm. And it's a variation on last night's question So the crazy pony has sent it in We're now only looking for four Four managers Who managed in Scotland's top flight And have managed at international level But only a European team Okay So this is a variation on last night's question So we're looking for four men That have managed in Scotland's top flight And they've also managed internationally Dirk Africa. No, because he has also managed non-European teams See what I mean? Oh, I was so pleased When you say that. international, you don't mean international football? Yeah, international football, a country They've managed a country Make sure Partelaini Again, he was last night because he's he was the Hong Kong manager ah. Read so the question out again four managers, last night. four managers who've managed in Scotland's top flight And they've managed internationally But the only international job they've had is a European one Okay. Right. Uh, Roberto Martinez. Martinez. Belgium. Motherwell. Didn't manage Motherwell. Played for them. Oh. Tough, oh. tough, tough. Um, so you didn't okay. manage. Give you some thinking time. 
Let's go to Firhill It's a massive night The Scottish Premiership Playoffs begin Partick Thistle against Queen's Park And Gabriel is there Yes, you're exactly right, Gordon. The quest for promotion may have been going on all season, but the playoffs to the Premiership start here tonight at Firhill, and I cannot wait for this one. Partick Thistle have been on such a solid run since manager Chris Doolan took over. They face a Queen's Park team who've been heavily backed, but fell at the final hurdle of the league last Friday. Owen Coyle and his side luckily have the safety net of these games, although they must pick themselves up immediately if they are to progress all the way from the quarterfinals. But let's start with the hosts. As I was saying there, under Chris Doolan, so hard to beat that they just didn't win enough games to take them up automatically. If they had turned more draws into wins, they could already easily be a top flight side. Now Doolan, I spoke to him uh, yesterday, said the mood is still high. He feels that they are the form team in this match and he says his team take huge confidence from the last time that these two sides met here. It was a month ago and that day Thistle ran out easy 4-0 winners. He also called on the fans to get this place rocking and it is the perfect night for football here in Glasgow. The sun is shining and everyone anticipating kickoff in 15 minutes time. Let's go through the teams. Uh, this all picking the exact side that drew 2-2 at Wraith Rovers five days ago. And that's David Mitchell in goal. Back four of Jack McMillan, Darren Brownley, Aaron Muirhead and Kevin Holt. Stuart Bannigan, Ross Doherty and Kyle Turner in midfield. Scott Tiffany and Stevie Lawless out wide. Brian Graham leads the line. Substitutes. Snedden, Dowd, Smith, McKinnon, Hodson, Mullen, Fitzpatrick, Owens and Mackenzie. What about the visitors? We all know about last Friday's shootout against Dundee. It was almost a playoff itself. They are in a real struggle to find form at the moment. They've only won one of their last seven matches. They're in control of the championship. Five defeats in that time as well. But they've got to bounce back here and don't underestimate how difficult that will be. Uh, Owen Coyle was also talking yesterday and he spoke about his love of playoffs in general. He scored uh, in playoffs as a player both in England and in Scotland. He took Burnley to the Premier League through them in 2009. And of course, last season, the Spiders came through League One after finishing fourth. He makes three changes to the team that was stunned 5-3 by Dundee five days ago. A Robson Kilday McPaik dropped to the bench. In come Longridge, Davidson and Bannon. So the team is as follows. It's Callum Berry in goal. Back four of Marcel Oakley, Charlie Fox, Jake Davidson and Alex Bannon. Jack Thompson and Malachi Boateng in midfield with Grant Savory playing as the number 10. Don Thomas and Louis Longridge out wide. Connor Shields is up top. The substitutes for them. McKenna, Robson, Kilday, McPake, Henderson, Moore, Healy, Jared Eze. The referee is Colin Stephen. And don't forget, there is no VAR. That's a good point I had forgotten um, oh, I just love these Hugh It just, just turns me into A football fan Without even yeah. thinking about What it means Just the, the emotion The drama the, the jeopardy involved Mostly for, for the Team going down If you like When it gets to that stage But Partick Thistle Queen's Park What a way to kick off The playoffs Well on Friday night Queen's Park Were potential champions And Up in the Premiership Now They're fighting For their lives Tuesday night and next Friday night will determine whether they are still in it and playing United or have gone. Uh, it's a lot to ask of those Partick Thistle players and the Queen's Park players. Queen's Park, they lost five goals. Some of them were terrific, but there was also uh, 
Don't, know, let, don't let the Nokia put you off. <laughs> bad defending as well, so. He's, he's leaving these messages well. Do you know what you're like though? You're like a, you're like I'm a, a wee boy. Yeah, you're a I'll child in right the classroom. Away. You're delighted when someone else oh, makes yeah. a mistake. Yeah, because I get the blame the last time, so it's his fault. The man <laughs> over he, my right. He was doing well. Sometimes, Gordon, playoffs can be a bit cruel in the sense mm. that you might finish, you know, twenty points ahead of a team that then beats you in the playoffs, and you know it can be a hard one to take. However, um, there was only one point between these sides, and they end up. Partick won the last meeting, as Gabriel says, four 0 but Queen's Park beat Partick at Firhill 4-0 earlier in the season and in fact it's three victories to one for Queen's Park in the head-to-heads this season granted most of them if not all I think were pre-Chris Dillon so you can make a case for both of course you can um, I know that everybody will be looking at the disappointment of Queen's Park on Friday night against Dundee I tell you what if the if the party Thistle Queen's parts end like that game, everybody along at Fur Hill tonight will have an absolute cracker. It will be Fur Hill for thrills. Um, but you're right, a point separates them. Not The goal difference isn't a lot either. This could go anyway. It really, who holds their nerve? Party at home tonight will be looking to get a good lead to take to Oakle View, and I think that'll be a real cracker. Hard to tell. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, just by the very... Set up of them, you know. Should the should the opening leg be nervy and cagey? But I was thinking back, I and mean, it's not always like that. And we've had actually some really impressive turnarounds. We mentioned it at the weekend. Obviously, Hamilton two 0 down against Hibs, and then go away to Easter Road in the first season of the reintroduction of the playoffs. Um, but you, you just you you wonder how how it does go with it being a two legged affair because you know clubs don't. It's a different, it's a completely different dynamic, isn't it? I, I love the the stat that uh, Oni Coyle has won four playoff finals, two as a player, two as a manager, and I was there the night that he beat Partick Thistle as a Dundee United player, and here he is taking on Partick Thistle. Uh, there won't be a Partick Thistle fan in the place who wishes Owen Coyle well tonight, uh, but it's his team who have got to perform well. Uh, they were. Well beaten in the end by Dundee. I think the the pressure is on Queen's Park, not Partick Thistle. I think uh, I I don't know if there's particularly pressure on one side. The 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 bonus of getting through and playing air, <clears throat> you've still a lot of work to be done. So I don't think tonight will be one of those nervous like. Uh, winner takes all They're still in our leg And then after that The winners Are still in our Difficult couple of games Against you And then, the, and then, the and then you'll get The premiership So there's still yeah. A long way to go It is a long road Isn't it When you think of it That way oh. Yeah but I, mu- I must admit Barring injuries Gordon I'd rather keep Momentum going I'd rather keep playing I'd rather keep Winning mm. games Getting in it sharp Yeah but, but bear in mind The problem with that Is when it gets to The Premiership team They're still playing just now They've got four games left That's right That's right There's there's not going to be Such a big big difference now. But um, I'm I'm looking forward To these playoffs I really am Do you and think it's in the stars? Here in Kamarnock? Yeah I would love it I, I know how much it means To both sets of fans Down there Having managed in a few of them Myself um, I would absolutely love, but I wish. Listen, Partick Thistle was a, a, a club I went to a long, long time ago. I like Oney. There's, there's a lot to be said there. Listen, best team, to winner takes yeah. all for me. Yeah, and then we're talking about the the real 
Jeopardy I think he is For the team that's facing The agonising drop out Of their division From the yeah. playoffs That's still to come For whoever that may be In the top flight But also tonight Don't forget You've got Alloa against Hamilton Now remember that Down the leagues It's structured slightly differently So Alloa uh, Who I think finished Fourth in League One They play The playoff team From the league above yeah. Whilst Airdrie and Falkirk Who were in League One together Play each other And then it progresses From there So If you know, there's a there's an excitement. I think if you're Partick Thistle or Queens Park or Airdrie or Falkirk, it's more about excitement. It's about the mm. possibility of what might be. Yeah. If you're Hamilton, it's it's the it's the dread about what might be, really, isn't it? And if you drop a division, do you come back? And the financial ramifications of that. Uh, it's a a young team at Hamilton. Um, John Rankin, though, great fighter and manager. Uh, so. I wish him well But you're quite right To highlight the fact That it's It's for Partick Thistle Queen's Park And A United To dream their dreams Of the top flight But for John Rankin To drop into the third tier Of Scottish football Would be a nightmare Yeah Yeah I agree with that I think um, You talk about Pressure And We made cases Not the case But for Hamilton you know, so long in the Premier League, down to the Championship, really struggled this season. But they've gave themselves a chance. They're full time. Um, <clears throat> there's never, I don't care who you are, and it's shown in the past because I remember Alan McCoy's going there with Rangers. There's never an easy game at Alloa. Never ever. So that has got to be a cracking game. Very nervous one that. And Alloa manager, of course. Yeah, Brian Reid, ex-Hamilton Rice Rice is the name you were looking for Brian Reid Brian Rice Um, Chipper will be desperate to get one over in his old team There's no doubt about that Yeah, going to be really fascinating It is this time of year Absolutely love it when you're not involved I think when your team is it can be nerve-wracking But Gabriel should be hopefully in for a cracker Partick Thistle against Queen's Park Meet again Friday And in the Championship playoffs Airdrie Falkirk and Alloa against Hamilton as well uh, and not to, not to leave them out Dumbarton um, involved against Dan and East Fife v Clyde Jim Duffy's yeah. Clyde trying to, to cling on there and and stay in that division well Jim Duffy knew from day one when he took the job that he had been handed one heck of a task and he would have known in his deepest subconscious it was going to go to the playoffs so I can only say to our super scoreboard colleague and friend Good luck Duff uh, Indeed right At Clyde SSB some tweets coming in I did ask people to predict the four man shortlist For player of the year tomorrow Because the shortlist gets announced Crazy Catman Not what I'd pick But I think it will be Kyogo McGregor Van Veen It's the same as you two so far uh-huh. And Tavernier Mm. You don't think he'll be on the list? I don't no, think there's no. any chance. No, Ita- yeah, Hatati must Cat be Man's there. left off Hatati, hasn't he? Yeah, Hatati must be there. You, you start mm. with the 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 three, well, four certainties for me. No three because you cannot leave out Van Veen the season he's had. Cannot leave him out. Hatati has been unbelievable. His Callum, goals, goals. Callum McGregor definitely above Carter Vickers in the likelihood. Uh, that's the one that would have been a bit more tighter for me because I think Carter Vickers has been excellent. Uh, but McGregor's just one of these players that if you're playing against him, you, you mm. know exactly yeah, the, what he's given. The, the, the problem with Celtic, uh, there are only four places up for grabs. 
Celtic have too many good yeah, players and Sometimes <laughs> votes get diluted Don't they I remember I think there was a season Might have been the season Michael Higdon won it There wasn't many Celtic players on it Or, or some, something like that Around that time And Neil Lennon had a I remember having a, a Beanie's press conference And he kind of wasn't happy about it But ultimately If you've got like Eight players Who've all had a uh, a sort of 7 out of 10 season Yeah, It can it can sometimes be this, hard But I think clearly Kyogo's been above a 7 Hasn't he And yeah, so is Hitati And listen This captain McGregor Has been Inspirational mm. For two seasons in a row And If he's not there Then I think he's hard done by A couple of good um, Assessments on Twitter here That I want to read you PMSX says You can tell Shinjuku Shog Has one hell of an old phone Because I've not heard that Buzzing through a radio When a text was coming <laughs> in In a long time That is true <laughs> This is going to ruin your night Oh no I didn't know this Steve Snedden He's, We're debating team of the year tonight Yeah He sent me the 2010-11 team Alan McGregor Marius Zaliukas Majid Bouguera Emilio Izagiri Stephen Naismith Beram Kayal Alexei Eremenko Remember him what yeah, a come on up. David Goodwillie Connor Salmon yeah. Gary Hooper Yep And Mark Wilson oh, No Not a chance Apparently but he never even get in the back four there. What is he a sub? No, he is in the back four. I just left him last for oh, a bit of suspense. You? you know what I mean? See, see what I did there. Oh, showbiz, showbiz. Yeah. Football in those days, two eleven, two ten. Is that what you were talking about? Mm-hmm. That was poor. At that. I've, I've had a look at the names. Yeah. They wouldn't get in a Sabuto team. <laughs> anyway, how's your teaser going tonight? We're looking for four men. By the way, I should say it doesn't include the kind of obvious one, which is Steve Clark. Yeah, it doesn't include that. So we're looking for the four men who've managed in Scotland's top flight. And they've managed internationally, but only for a European team. Martin oh. O'Neill. Yes. Celtic and the Republic of Ireland. Take a guess from you. Ian Barraclough, mother. Oh, that's a great shout, Northern Ireland. Okay, we'll try and get the rest. And more calls next, please. 01419511025. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans and Gordon DL are here into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're on Twitter. I was asking you just for a bit of fun to predict the four-man shortlist for PFA Scotland's Player of the Year as to be revealed tomorrow. I'll just look back tomorrow and see who got it right. Jamesy Parr. I don't know how this makes you feel, Jamesy. But Gordon and Hugh Keevans are on the same wavelength as you. Van Veen, Hatati, Kyogo and... McGregor So interesting We will find out The teaser we gave you tonight And it was the crazy pony Who sent it in Four men Who've managed in Scotland's top flight And they've managed An international team But only a European team So if they've If they've managed Spain And South Africa That, that wouldn't count Okay So You've given me Martin O'Neill Because he's been The Ireland manager And that's it Ian Barraclough Northern mm-hmm. Ireland manager And that's it did you get any more during the break? Stephen Kenny, Stephen I got Stephen Kenny, current one. I did say it doesn't include our very own Steve Clark, so you've got one to get mm. before the end of the show, and I'm certain you'll get get it. Not. Um, Tom is on the line. How are you, Tom? Tom, can you hear us? Hello, Tom. Is there somewhere? I wonder if he's in the Labour ward as well. Yeah. Any news yet from Richard and Jill? No, no, no. I thought Nothing. when my text went, it was a big news, but unfortunately, no news yet. Oh, Tom's disappeared. Uh, Given the big build-up, but I need to get another get call back uh, before the end. I don't suppose there's anything to tell you about early on in the playoff games. Um, but if there, if there are, then I will certainly mention it to you. Certainly, just kicking off in the last moment or two ago. I think we've got him back, have we, Tom? Can you hear us this time? Yes I can Good man What's your point tonight Tom? 
The point I was, I was going to make was, uh, there's been a lot of chat quite rightly about Celtic's magnificent victory uh, in the league. What the panel thought about Alfredo Morales' position, he came into Scotland and he was probably at his best, one of the best, if not the best, footballer in Scotland. And it all just seems to have gone horribly wrong. So of two points, the first point is, I would ask the panel, why do you think it's gone wrong? And secondly, where does he go from now? Or where does he go from here? Where does he go from here? Now there's a question, because you'll need a bit of a yeah. crystal ball. What do you think? First of all, it's gone wrong because of uh, Alfredo Morelos' attitude. Uh, and also because Rangers allowed him to display that unprofessional attitude for far, far too long uh, under successive managers, Steven Gerrard, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, and now Michael Beale. And Michael Beale belatedly hung him out to dry at the weekend by complaining about his attitude. Where he goes from here, he is Rangers' all-time top goalscorer in Europe. Therefore, he does have something on his CV which puts him in a special place. For me, he would have to get his body right, first of all. He would have to spend the summer getting himself correct in terms of his physical shape. But I have no doubt that someone on the continent will take a chance on him. I don't think he's going to go across the border. Uh, He he wouldn't get a game for a, a Premier League club in England, not a chance. Uh, he would have to sharpen up to get a game in the championship. I think his future lies abroad. I think he's, uh, based on those factors Hugh mentions, Gordon, you still think. I mean, also the one Hugh didn't point out, he's free. He's available for nothing. So mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. I, I, this is not me saying Alfredo Morelos is going to go on and have an excellent career. I don't even know if the next move will work. But when you're 26, you cost nothing. You are Rangers' top European scorer. Is there enough there that some club somewhere is obviously going to think, yeah, well, we'll take a bit of that because not costing anything? I'll say more than some club. I think there'll be a lot of clubs out there. I read today in the paper, I can't remember his name, and linked with Everton saying that he'd be a great fit for Everton. Well, I don't see that one, but it just shows you down south, even ex-players are admirers of him. I think you touched on a great point there. Look, if you're standing here saying he's going to cost you between five and ten million, you're thinking that's a that's a closed market. There's not many people going to come in and pay that sort of money. On a free transfer, we's past record. Hugh makes good points, and I do agree with him. But I'll tell you something: every manager out there always thinks they can get a tune out of a player. Mm. They look at a player and they think, "Yeah, he's not produced that." But I th- I feel sorry for Morelis. I hope that when the dust settles down, I think Morelis at times has been very good for Rangers. Oh, I've been a good fan but of hold on a minute, but No one's doubting that though. Mm. No one's doubting that. What, what do you mean you feel sorry for him? I, I just feel that the way that, you know, it's probably his last game at the weekend. Hugh rightly said the manager hung him out to dry. Yeah, but hold on a minute. Is it not all self inflicted, this stuff? 100%. So, what do you but, mean you feel but, sorry for him? But I just, I just, I would, I'd like him to leave Rangers. You know, on a different, you know, good oh, listen, of course. Look, and by the way, that's oh, I think my point. over the piece, the time there are times when he's been here where I've had sympathy for him. Mm. Maybe some of the, the things that were said about him, some of the treatment that he endured fine, um, and then he gave as good as he got in, in certain other regards. But in terms of the way it's ended, if we're talking about a footballer who, with everything at his disposal, just can't stay fit, it's hard to be too sympathetic specifically on that, isn't it? I think he's been chasing his tail since last year I think that that last year killed him at Rangers, I think coming in he didn't look fit, he didn't look interested at times, he was getting a lot of criticism, 
Um, but I do. Okay, I said feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for the way you think he's it deserved to end in a different better. way, maybe, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. I think he deserved better. I get, I get that, Hugh. But you know, yeah. if, it, if it was, I feel like feel sorry would be language better reserved for. Oh, his career at Rangers was ended because of injury or some sort of you know unlucky circumstance. Yeah. Uh, th- th- there's blame to be apportioned all over the place here. Uh, it is a massive. Administrative blunder for me That you don't cash in on a player When he's hot Like that And It's a matter of Historical record That Lille offered £16 million For Alfredo Morelos And Rangers thought he'd get more And will now get Not One Penny For him So that's a mistake on their part Uh, But The wounds For the most part Are self-inflicted and that's why he'll go with that wonderful stat on his CV that he's Rangers all-time top European scorer, better than Ali McCoist, a legend at Ibrox. But he goes with his head down rather than his head up. Thank you, Tom. It's a good question. And time will tell. Seven gone, Partick nil, Queen's Park nil. The informed Kyle Turner has just fired one over the bar after driving into the box. Annan are in front against Dumbarton though In the League 1 playoffs So remember Dumbarton Led that league for a long time Completely mm. capitulated At a time when Sterling finished very strongly Sterling won it And uh, what a blow it would be if Dumbarton uh, Were to be knocked out in the playoffs But Annan are a good side as well And they've taken the lead Goss has headed Annan in front after 7 minutes there And I don't think anything doing in the Airdrie Falkirk or Alloa Hamilton versions yet You two have got one more to get on this teaser One more man who's managed in Scotland's top flight And he's managed at international level But only a European country I think I'm holding out for Hugh here because I'm struggling I think you're both struggling Pat Fenton? Nope Is he It's a really tough one Ex Aberdeen? No you not ex Celtic Rangers. No, he's not. But once you quick, once you name the team, and I say yes, you'll go. Oh no. Um, is it uh... Stendel Hearts? It is Hearts. So good luck. Ah, uh, uh, oh yeah, Volks. Can't, can't, no. Who? Did I say better Volks? No. <laughs> um. Um. It's not George Burley. What's his initials? It's not George Burley. No, because I said the Scotland managers don't don't count. Initials? Uh, V-I What country is it likely to be? What were they Who were hearts linked to for so long? Vladimir Romanov It's not him but that country Uh, um, Oh What do you call him? That's what I need you to tell me I can't remember his name V-I Hugh Come on I'm trying to think Hurry up so you need the old ones to kick Valdas in Valdas Ivanouskis oh. No I didn't know I was, I was kidding on there I had no idea Thank you Gordon and Hugh And thank you for calling tonight Who will be on the four man shortlist For player of the year We'll find out tomorrow Great debate to be had With Marvin Bartley And Scott Allen From Six Callum's up next